What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Clash, the sibling rivalry podcast. With me, your your one of your hosts, Night Hoot, and with me today is the awesomest uh person ever, Yo Tesla. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not nah, just kidding. What's good? What's good, y'all? That was my brother, ladies and gents. Uh, so today I just want to start off by thanking all of our listeners so far. This is, I believe, if I'm not wrong, episode six. This is oh god, this is episode six. This is yes. hard episode six <laughs> plus plus our bonus spoiler cast episodes. But, yeah. Um. Yeah. So I just want to take a second, and we want to thank everyone who's listening so far. Gracias. I saw somebody. I want to thank specifically Illinois and Oklahoma because I'm oh, not yeah. sure who's listening out there, but glad y'all found it. us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we hope you hang on. Shouts to the um, is that the mid? Does that count as the Midwest, Oklahoma? I think so. Oh yeah, shouts to the Midwest. Shout outs. Hopefully, we'll stretch out. Y'all can stretch us out to the West Coast. Yeah. Um, but we're we, we're currently on that East Coast takeover. East Coast, East Coast. We want to remind you after we thank you that if you do want to reach out to us we can give you a, a shout out uh you can reach out to us at sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com and you can find me on twitter at t-i-f-f-i-n-i-j 21 and you can also find me on twitter at yo tisler uh all those links are down in the description by the way too and yeah, we just kind of want to reiterate, we say that to say that, like, this, again, this is a conversation. So we do want to talk to you. We like, want y'all to engage. Just, we need y'all engagement. Just, <laughs> we're not standing on our soapbox. I yeah. mean, I will. I can. Doesn't yeah. matter. But we want people's opinions to, to be heard. To. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of which, uh, we're going to go into some feedback that I was able to get within the last week because Ooh. for those of you who uh, we're not going to spoil anything, but for those of you who are watching uh, up to date watching Game of Thrones, uh, the last episode was very divisive amongst the crowd. Let's just say, yeah, um, I don't want to say controversial because I don't think it was controversial, but I was um, annoyed. It, yeah it left people with not such great taste in their mouth some people some people didn't care so just to kind of give you some backstory i after watching episode five of season eight of game of thrones i threw up a poll on twitter because i was just curious i was feeling weird and i wanted to see how everyone else was feeling um and so i kind of posted the question i said who is chill with game of thrones tv tv show shenanigans until last night's episode and um I let the poll run for like a day, got some responses, and it, I, my I was kind of surprised. Um, I voted where, that I voted that I was chill and am still, but I'm <laughs> slightly annoyed. I would add on to that. Well, I'm seeing because uh, I'm saying like 39, percent which was the majority, was uh, I was chill and I am still chill. I kind of expected which, this to an extent. Okay, and that's what I'm wondering because I'm kind of just wondering like what's what was the general consensus to begin with because you, I'm like I'm I would say I'm like a hardcore fan because I started reading the books after season one aired mm. and I got really into it and then I got back into the show and I would say like as a overall watcher of the show I kind of fell out around uh, season five I want to mm. say. It was a. It was after the time of the purple wedding. For those of you who are familiar with the terminology, but um, after that, I kind of like the show just kind of kept making me more and more angry to the point where I was just like, I have to mentally check out. Yeah. 
So I mentally checked out back then, and was I that, didn't get hold upset. On. What season do, do the books cut off? Um, is that five? It's hard to say because some storylines ended like in season three, where some continued like through five. In the so book. I want to say yeah. So okay. like I want to say we truly ran out after Sansa escaped Ramsey. Okay, gotcha. It's kind of like, so like when we ran out of all the book storylines. That's like six or I seven, like. I think. Season six or seven. Yeah. But like, as far as like where it started to fall off, in my opinion, it was like season five. Oh, um, wow. Really? But yeah. So like the majority or the minority of people said they have never been chill with the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> which yeah, that was the most popular show in the world. 23% of people who voted were like, I've never been chill, but I guess they're still watching, like, spitefully. Like, I spite watched The Walking Dead for, like, two seasons. I had so to I stop. What's it on, that. like, season 70 right now? No, it's, I think it's on, like, nine, eight or nine. Oh, jeez. I'm not wrong. Walking yeah, I just Dead know needs that to Rick and Michonne had a son. That's the only time. What? I was like, what? Oh, yeah, what? yeah. That's the exact same reaction I had. Oh my god. I was like, we're gonna we're gonna skip time. We're gonna time jump. Okay. That's crazy. I've missed so much. <laughs> yeah, but I just kinda like tap back in to see Carl die because I was like, he's not dead in the comics. So yeah. how why are they killing him? That's but so weird. anyway. Um, so yeah. Just to reiterate, it was thirty nine percent was like, I'm chill with the show and I'm still chill with the show with their shenanigans. Thirty eight percent was like I was chill until last night. Where do um, you fall? Or until the left. I think I was chill until is where I fall because okay. I get what they're trying to do. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and say that they didn't set this up, mm -hmm. the scenario. And I'm sorry, guys, uh, for being so vague, but we don't want to spoil for those who haven't seen it. Um, but yeah, like I was, I see where they're trying, they were trying to go, but it was like they started pulling stuff from like season one yeah. like and it didn't feel like a smart pull it felt like a desperate pull it feels like they're rushing oh yeah like, and that's exactly what i thought when i saw six episodes i'm like even though each episode is about an hour and a half like yeah that's kind of like a mini movie or whatever but six episodes still like there's so much there's been so much plot and so much story and was this and the biggest cast ever in tv show yeah. history you're gonna go from giving us ten episode seasons to now we have a we had a I think we had an eight episode then a seven episode now a six yeah. episode season yeah and then you're still gonna have like ten minute because I counted sometimes you're gonna have like ten minute montages of music and nobody talking yep we can't a lot can't of wasted time and they're trying to close up so like many storylines and just so much that was left open I feel like yeah uh, so they kind of put I mean, themselves you, in a bad spot. If you ask my opinion, like they, I, I kind of checked out. I knew it was bad when the when the Starbucks cup appeared, mm -hmm. and then I heard. Oh, to, real quick, let me stop you there. It's, so it's, uh -huh. a lot of people are theorizing that they put that there on purpose because they they had this kind of thought of this, like you know how that episode was all just them like sitting around after the battle was over, like just chilling and stuff, partying and all that. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of talking that episode. People are saying that they think that uh, HBO is like, well, we just passed what is supposed to be the biggest episode. So um, let's just throw this little Easter egg in here. Um, that's what people are calling it, Easter egg in here. <laughs> well, so to get people talking about something like because we know this is going to go viral. Well, they can do that. But here's where I, I was like, OK, mistakes happen. But then I heard and I haven't looked it up. So if you guys want to yell at me, that's fine. But 
I heard that Jamie's golden hand was missing in a scene oh, this wow. past episode. So I'm like, part of me is just like they're mentally checking out. Yeah. Like hardcore checking out. That's mentally. crazy. So either that's just hold on, either <laughs> mentally checking out or just the maybe the process of filming this was just so I don't, but I don't know. Yeah, but it's like they've done this before. This is not. True. They're not doing it's anything not they haven't done before. Yeah, because like I think of like before everybody loved Battle of Winterfell. Like the Battle of Hardhome was like, like jaw dropping. Did like, that happen people in the had, show? Yeah, uh, that Which was one the was one. That? The Battle of Hardhome. I'm pretty sure, or I could be thinking of Battle of the Bastards. But or, okay. no, Battle of Hardhome was the first time they fought the Ice King. Okay, got you. The, gotcha. <laughs> the Night's King. The Night King, yeah, it's 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 hard not but, to But um, <laughs> but yeah, that that was the first time they fought him and like the first time you get the whole scene of like the the army being raised from the dead and stuff like that. So Right, right. That was the first time like that's kind of the stuff that like got me back in after I had checked out the first time. I was like, "Okay, well they're still making like a good show and it's yeah. like now the show part of it is falling apart." Yeah, it's like I don't know. And why does anybody know why they're ending it? like right at this moment like the show is making so much money i don't know i think it was just like like why are they, they rushing can... to end it well you know they've got uh db weiss and uh david uh benioff have uh their their contracts their... well that not that they they have star wars now they have the next three star wars yeah but movies. they just got that right but when when this sh- this season was being planned. I know, but that just gives you an idea of like how much behind the scenes are they working on, like starting to work on new projects or thinking about moving on to new projects. Because you have to remember, yeah. this has been like probably ten years for them. Mm-hmm. They've been working on this, so they so, might just be wanting to move on. So since you said that, I'm just going to talk about this now. So uh, people are a lot of people are saying <laughs> like people are getting on these directors hard, like oh my god don't give them star wars like uh well because i'm like they're not even directors right they're producers or yeah producers okay but people well i know, either way, I know people they directed are like, like some episodes but still people are like these two don't let them like near star wars because <laughs> this is like there's people are so like outraged about this season maybe it's just like vocal vocal oh yeah i've heard people i've heard people hardcore confirm like oh we're not going to uh watch anything that they make from now on which i'm fine with so there's a (laughs) there's literally a a a petition and you've probably seen something about this there's a petition to remake uh this season of game of thrones for hbo to remake it and i don't know if they would get new writers or something if they were to do it but it's literally almost at a million signatures like at this moment do you think that's enough a million signatures because i'm like I don't okay. I don't know offhand like how many people subscribe to HBO. Yeah. Uh, but I can't. I got to imagine it's more than a million. And and they make a lot of money through their cable bundles and stuff too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't actually think they're gonna remake it because stuff on Change.org or whatever Change.com. Um, those petitions yeah, th- never. Like I know, they rarely uh, ever make things happen. I, I'm still waiting for that clone high uh, to get uncanceled. That's, yeah, that's not happening. Because I signed that position. I signed that petition like years and years and <laughs> yeah. years ago. Those, but uh, the, those are the guys that made Spider Verse, and Spider Verse did amazing. Oh wow, so, really? Yeah. See, uh, the, uh, what is it called? The the Lord's the Lord something. It's a brothers. They they made that's clone awesome. high. 
And then they, I found out they were the ones behind Spider-Verse, and they're probably the reason it's so funny. But anyway, oh. uh, <laughs> yeah, the power petitions, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like they, they HBO makes so much money, they don't care. They got, what would they say, three Game of Thrones spinoffs coming? Like, one has already been cast. Like, they got other stuff to do. Yeah. Um, but I'm not but mad not, at Not to jump the shark on our own show, yeah. uh, let's, uh, let's, talk about, let's, let's talk about your week. Word, I want to know word. what you did this week um so in chat much i honestly so the things that i always do that are pretty much consistent for my weeks i played smash um there do we got this like work tournament coming up so i'm trying to get back like oh, snap as good as i can for that um i think it's actually going to be an online tournament so i'm going to try to probably record that or maybe stream it or something so stay tuned for that i'll have more info okay. on that um but other than that i pick i actually jumped into hollow knight on switch um kind of an old game at this at this point if you haven't heard of it it's like a really dark uh melee focused metroidvania um and it's like a really long game too right yeah i heard like 30 40 hours like shovel knight levels of content maybe even more um because i it it has kind of a a progression system like kind of rpg ish um not RPG. Yeah, because it's a but... lot of like you go to an area, but you can't unlock it. But then you get the item, and then you come back to that area later yeah, to exactly, go further exactly. type of deal. And okay. it does it does this really. First of all, it has a really like awesome art style. It's like really dark, like beautiful hand drawn uh, graphics. <clears throat> Animations are really pretty. Um, but I think they do this really. They do really cool like little things that like immerse you. And I don't know if it's just me, but a lot of times I feel like with 2d platformers kind of like this i'm not really immersed um like not in a bad way but it's kind of like i know i'm playing a game whereas this game kind of like draws you into the story like the writing is good it's like i want to know so the premise is like you're this bug for whatever reason and you wake up and you're outside the gates to what used to be the greatest kingdom in history in the world whatever world it doesn't say what world but um it's like in the a thing of the past like it's all destroyed and and overrun with monsters and stuff now and they kind of thread you along with this like narrative of figuring out what happened in this like former utopian civ- civilization um but like in a really dark way like you're you're a bug like everybody else's bugs all the think people living there are bugs you're wearing um, like a bug skull for your helmet right i think that's just your face Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's just your face. Um, so they do things like, um, so you have a map, you get a map pretty early on, but it's kind of like an old school map where you can't see where you are on it without a specific upgrade. Um, so it's kind of like you you go along and you're referencing landmarks to figure out where you are in this map and stuff. And I don't know, they just do a lot of little things that are really cool. And the combat is really fun. Um, it's supposed to be really challenging, but I'm only like 30 minutes in. So I think I'm still at the easy part. Um, but I can see how it's got that like kind of souls ish, like reactive dodge, take your time type of combat. Um, but I'm liking it so far. Okay. I've heard, I've not heard bad things. Yeah. 
I, there's a better way to say that sentence. I have heard good things. Do you, <laughs> do you like uh, Metroidvanias? I don't know if I've ever asked you. That. Um. So yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna wait till we got to my week because okay. I was just like, I think you're gonna name this episode the turn because I'm about to turn on a lot of stuff. Remind me to do that. Let me write. That. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, uh when you had uh your middle school turn last week on dc mm-hmm. i have some words towards that but i don't want to interrupt your week if you're not done nah that's pretty much it we might as well segue into so well i kind of wanted to speak to that note so i was thinking about this a lot yesterday um just thinking about games in general and i was like i i was watching this game uh called lorelei on youtube um Lore it's kind of yeah, it's a 2D okay. like side scroller point and click okay. uh story game. And I'm just like th- sitting there going, I am done. I think I am done with 2D side scrollers. All together? Like it just every time somebody's like, "Oh, this game is awesome." And I hear them describe it and then I go look at it and it's a 2D side scroller. I just like my shoulders kind of just drop but and I'm just kind of like You just mentioned I know, Shovel Knight. I I know. And I was like, that's the thing. Like, I liked playing Shovel Knight, but I didn't have, like, anything in me to, like, actually want to finish it. Oh, you never finished Shovel Knight? No. And it's like, okay. And here's here I'm about to come up with an exemption to my rule. Like, as soon as I make it, Mm -hmm. uh, I played this game, this indie game on uh, eShop called Devious Dungeon. And it's, like, the most simple, is the most nothing, like like go through this dungeon yeah (laughs) like go through this dungeon kill everything level up go through this dungeon kill everything where do you get this mobile game (laughs) but not on mobile you won't play them on mobile you only play them on is it a mobile game i'm i want to say it keep talking i'm gonna look it up (laughs) devious dungeon it's called devious no okay so the problem okay you keep making this joke that all the games i buy on switch were previously phone games i didn't know it's not it's not a mobile game it's not a mobile game sorry Okay, okay. Well, the problem with that is that I have to time these games. I guess when I would shop on my app store on my phone, like I guess the games that it brought up for me were never these games because I just never knew these were mobile. No, my my problem is the Nintendo tax. Like they'll charge fifteen dollars for a game that's two ninety nine on the iPhone, and I'm like Nintendo, how do you think you're gonna get away with this? Well, I guess it's for the added functionality because you don't really have controls on a phone game. But it's designed for that. It's not designed for the the buttons. A lot of times <laughs> they have to adapt the buttons to the game. Like, like, well, that's what I'm saying. That's the extra cost of adapting the buttons. Reigns. Right? Reigns is a perfect example. That game is meant for swiping on a touchscreen. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, but Reigns is only three ninety nine on Switch. Which it is? I think okay on Switch. That's good. But. I played like there's this one there's these two games called one's called a dark room and uh, there's another game that is a sequel to that has a similar name but is it a uh, game or something no game? it's a very minimalistic uh I guess it's an RPG because you okay. don't like you inhabit the character character doesn't really have a name got you um you're just a traveler in a strange land but mm-hmm. um yeah so that game came out on switch or it's coming out on switch for 6.99 I think I only paid 2.99 on the mobile store okay yeah and it's like but they've added like I looked at the screenshots and it's like they've added uh some effects that weren't there in the mobile game like in the mobile okay. game in the mobile game your environment is literally made out of uh like type text like so the like a mountain like a treescape in the environment is literally represented by a line of like t's 
Okay. Like the actual letter T. I see. That kind of thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, But I think in the Switch port, there's actually, yeah, in the Switch port, there's actual pixel art. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay. That's a pretty big upgrade then. So I'm like, okay, there's like three, two, three dollars to justify there, whatever. But I didn't buy it. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) it's on your Um, wish list. Yeah, it's on my wish list for when it gets cheaper. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Be buying it. I played it on my phone a bunch though. Like okay. it's kind of addicting. Um, right, right. but yeah, so that was part of my week. Is like I had that realization where I'm just like, I, I'm just like I don't get excited because I'm like I really want it. Like I hear you talk about Dead Cells. I really want to play I the love Messenger. Dead Cells. Oh my god! I know, but I'm just like, rah, like <laughs> I'm bored of this. Uh, and so I'm like, I think of games like T- Telltale would do it all the time, where you had kind of a 2d environment to explore but then it was it was 3d like it felt 3d but it was actually you could only go like left and right yeah 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 which is like that's a that's a little like bit it's better 3D, but they got like they guide you they yeah. kind of tell you where to go not tell you but it's, you get what i'm trying to say yeah but i mean i was a metroid fan and it's like i might come back to it but it's just like i'm just a little bit burnt out on they, that right now when the indie game wave came i will say it's like they made so many of these like pixel art games because yeah like i'll probably like i want to play celeste but I, like at the same time i'm like i don't want to bless because you got to play celeste for the story <laughs> i know like i know but i'm just like the, the 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 game itself like this the setup of the game itself like pulls me away from it so if you don't want to if you don't want to deal with the platforming they have this like i don't say easy mode but it's essentially an easy mode where you it's like i'm just here for the story Okay. kind of thing um but i think yeah. i think you should i think the celeste story hits like hard i'm not saying i won't get back to it but i'm like i think it'll be like the game it will have to be a game that really like back to it yeah. and makes me appreciate it again wait did you buy it um, or no oh you can play did it I buy... too because i have it yeah yeah yeah. i can check your select yeah um, um so it's uh, continuing with my switch i bought katamari reroll because it was on sale nice that's what i was waiting for um i also bought uh for anyone who's interested bad north uh which is a very eskimo minimalistic game. well i was like it's a very minimalistic tower defense oh it's game. not eskimo okay <laughs> well i mean it could it's more it's more vikings than eskimo okay got you um because they're coming in on ships and like you have this little this little tiny island to defend and the art is beautiful and um you start out with like one little army and then eventually you get like three or four and you're defending all sides of the island so that's That's pretty fun um i only played the demo so far uh but i liked what i saw of it so it was 11 bucks pulled the uh purchased that Um, was that in the sale that's still going on that really big switch yeah that's on sale i think until four days uh may 22nd and uh katamari i think was on sale have you played any more katamari? that pass i have uh it does so yeah, i'm getting up. i'm starting to get to the point where it's getting challenging <laughs> oh katamari gets challenged see i so i've never i played the a very little bit of whatever one we had back in the day like, yeah. was it gamecube and it's like usually you play katamari till you get to the level where you can basically roll up the entire world okay um that usually ha- that's what i'm trying like that's my goal when i play katamari is like there's always a level where you can roll up everything and they give you like 20 minutes so what is the challenge and like what when you say it's challenging what is the challenge okay so one of the challenges that happens in katamari consistently that pisses me off 
is the uh so you have your make a star challenges which go like one through whatever number i'm on like eight and then you have your constellations so for example like uh i think it was cygnus uh is like make cygnus which was like a cow or Mm. something and they they tell you i think it was like cygnus and then the whatever one is a a, a little dipper big dipper a little dipper one was a bear yeah uh they make they want you to roll up the largest bear or cow you can find okay but to do that you have to avoid Other all cows. the smaller bears okay <laughs> so I like see. when i went to do the little dipper it's like they put they start you in this area and they put like six tiny bears around you i see that yeah. Like and then me, of course, not paying attention, just want to start rolling. I roll into that bear, and it's like, oh, you're you're done. And I'm like, what? And the, and the, and the controls in Katamari are kind of like heavy, right? Like it's not like precision. Like you go exactly no. where you. It's like yeah, momentum it's, to it. Yes, there is some lag to it. It's like you're so drunk like driving. it's it's loose. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's like instead of pulling something with a leash, it's like pulling something with a rubber band. <laughs> yeah. Um, Walking. So yeah, a pit it's bull like for a walk. I did the Cygnus level and it's like, I'm about to roll out of the beginning. I'm like, okay, avoid all cows until I find like the biggest cow. And like, I roll know it's out the of... biggest cow. Well, that's and the it... thing. You don't, you, oh, you just have a time limit. You have like seven minutes or something. So if you hit a cow, that's not the biggest. Do you fail at the end? Like well, you don't fail. It's just your constellation will be tiny. <laughs> so like I tried to, <laughs> I was saying, I was trying to roll out of the area and I rolled into a milk carton. And they were like, you did it. And I'm like, it's not a cow. It's a milk carton. Like, what? A milk carton. That's hilarious. Yeah, so I was like, so that happened on that one. Then on the bear one, like, I, I, and then that's the thing, too. Like, okay, so I'm playing in handheld mode, right? Yeah. Unless I'm playing in TV mode, I really can't tell all the tiny things. So it's like I rolled into a bear statue that was, like, the size of my hand because i couldn't see that it was a bear statue Uh, because it's so tiny i see what you're saying that's annoying so i'm like that's where i'm like that's where i think the challenge comes in with katamari is that and then it's like they'll have levels where they start you out so small and the items are so far in between that like it kind of becomes a time race at the end got you like what's the Um, most efficient path yes yeah so you kind of have to play a couple levels more than once because you have to learn like okay i should go to this area then this area then this area right got you um but so far like loving the music loving the soundtrack as always uh the story is loose and makes no sense as <laughs> always which is fine um and yeah it's a so, game about rolling up the planet if you're a fan of katamari reroll you will, or of katamari you will like katamari reroll for sure um Dope. and then i just have a couple more things i'll run through and then we can get to news um but i just wanted to talk a little bit about uh raw this week um and so this is another reason I was talking about this being the turn. So uh, for those who aren't aware of Raw, uh, one of my favorite wrestlers is The Miz. Uh, the Miz uh, started his career on Real World back when I used to watch Real World. What? Um, yeah, so he was he He's was a guy. He was a guy who was on Real World. He was a normal guy back then, but he his whole shtick in the house was that he wanted to be a professional wrestler. Oh, that's and so hilarious. he he would run around with like a bed sheet tied around his neck, talking about he was the Miz and like doing his little like poses and stuff like that. Oh my god! So when he later then actually got into that's WWE, like oh boss. yeah, that's dreams amazing. dreams accomplished. That's amazing. Uh, 
so yeah like i've been watching him for a while and i really like i was in uh but this week uh the miz has his own talk show segment (laughs) on wwe uh from time to time and he comes out so one of the things i love about miz is that he comes out in a robe that it's like a hoodie with no sleeves (laughs) and then it's like a robe that goes down to his ankles and he wears sunglasses and like a naruto headband that's That's his like that's his uh costume for lack of a better term and so he's out on the show he has roman reigns come out and miz is like going into this interview thing where he's just like hey roman like we heard you're gonna be in the new hobbs and shaw movie like all this cool stuff and roman's like miss 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 i didn't come out he's like i didn't come out here to talk to the old miss i came out here to talk to the new miss who's new taking Miz. down the system the system <laughs> being vince mcmahon okay the owner of wwe so oh my anyway roman calls miss out and is basically like look stop being fake you know like stop being a shill for the company <laughs> and then all of a sudden miss takes his glasses off like dead eye to the camera it's just like nah man you don't know we're taking the system down and he gets like real serious and then uh shane mcmahon vince mcmahon's son comes out they have a they have like a chair battle like yeah, miz a chair battle miz i love the miz because he will come out of nowhere with a chair and just beat shane, shane oh mcmahon over the back with it i didn't know that you could do that in raw still Oh, it's it's totally illegal, but uh, it happens That's when the Miz is when the Miz is present. A chair you will be thrown at somebody. That's his yeah. ninja tool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's his ninja way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah. So it was super hype because uh, they're they're having a cage. Uh, Shane and the Miz are supposed to be having a cage match, and Shane keeps bringing out this four man team. Uh, every time he has to fight the Miz to basically like protect himself. Yeah. And so they have this this tag team match with Roman and then like an unfair side of Shane with having like these three extra dudes. Oh, and God. Miz Miz is not allowed to help Roman because then he gets disqualified from the cage match, right? Yeah. So the whole time the fight's going on with Roman, Roman's getting the crap beat out of him because it's like four on one. <laughs> and uh <laughs> Jesus. They're like the whole time the commentator's like, oh, Miz can't come out because he'll get disqualified. But as soon as they call the match. <laughs> Yo, wrestling makes no sense. <laughs> It's so good though. <laughs> as soon as they call the match, Miz comes flying out from the back with a chair and starts chasing Shane McMahon. Oh yeah, after they ring the bell, because now now it's legal. Now he won't get disqualified. That is hilarious. Like the second the bell rings, he comes out of this chair, starts beating Shane yeah. McMahon. Shane <laughs> yeah. McMahon is like Shane McMahon, Shane, Shane McMahon does this cowardly like backwards run all the time. Yeah. It was it was just priceless. Like they oh were killing gosh. me this week. Um Ew. A live so, yeah, wrestling match t- would be awesome. It, like, it's really f- to a live wrestling match. It's really fun. At least it seems like it's fun. Yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, that was one turn, and then my last turn for this week, um, and then we'll move on. Is uh, so I received my friend uh woke me up on yesterday Friday morn. I'm always excited because <laughs> to wake up on a Friday, like I hate You're my job. Excited but- to wake up on a Friday. Yeah, because it's Friday. Like, it's the yeah, end of the Friday, work week. I, I feel you. Friday's awesome. <laughs> so I wake up on a, this Friday morning <laughs> to a text message from my friend saying, Robert Pattinson uh, to play Batman. Who is Robert Pattinson? Hold up. I got to Google it. I'm going to okay. search this. Keep Robert talking. Pattinson, for those of this generation, played Edward in the Twilight series. Oh, He also played... God. Cedric Diggory oh in Harry God. Potter. I, I quit. The Goblet of Fire. I'm officially. Right. I'm fully Marvel. Okay. I'm fully okay. Marvel. So, 
That being said, my <sighs> response to said text message was, "I quit." Yeah, it's over. I'm done. It's done. Because he said he said first he said Robert might play, and then he sends <sighs> me the the article, and I said, "Don't say might." if it's confirmed because i'm done so i am officially only a fan of the animated dc series and the comic books i am done with the dceu i I am done i quit i watch another aquaman movie i'm not gonna (laughs) yeah 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 for (laughs) sure and if they come out with another justice i'm gonna watch that too but i refuse superman sucks if this is actually true then i'm i'm good on on this batman I refuse to live in a world where that glittery bastard is is <laughs> gonna be Twilight my so Batman. Much, Twilight is my absolute most hated movie series of all time. <sighs> and you know, it was doubly worse for me because, of course, as a teenage girl at the time, I was obsessed with the Twilight books. Oh. And I'll admit that I have no pro- I have no problem admitting it. I have no problem admitting it. But the movies were terrible. Yeah, horrible. So. Uh, like i have Atrocious. no excuse for the movies worst uh, depiction of vampires and werewolves ever and look i google robert pattinson easily so i google robert pattinson one of the first pictures that come up is him with batman like side cropped into it and it makes see? me upset see and now it's like so i just gonna i'm just gonna avoid like i feel like comic book girl 19 when they like when she saw the stuff for um the phoenix uh the dark oh, phoenix like yeah, i've been out losing. on x-men like, since that's... that new cast came in after no after first class <laughs> First class was good, but after first class, I'm I've fine. But I I completely agree with her on that. Like they're not doing Dark Phoenix you, correctly. You liked Apocalypse? I did. Stop it. I did. Stop. I'm it. sorry. I every I know everybody got mad. I really did like Apocalypse. I had no. I like um uh what's his name they, uh Isaacs. They did. Uh, a, I'm forgetting his name, but I like the guy who played him. I have no problem with it. They did Apocalypse <laughs> almost as bad as they did the Mandarin. The like, only problem I had with Apocalypse was how they treated Storm, and I didn't like uh, what's uh, uh, glowing nunchucks. Whoever, uh, Cy, Cy, oh, Cyan, uh, Psylocke, Psylocke, yeah. is that her name? Yeah, uh, Olivia Munn's character. Like, I could have done without Psylocke. It's like, yeah. whatever. Um, I, Apocalypse, man, <laughs> they did him so dirty. Apocalypse is a character, like, I know he's a real character. I didn't character. hate it. That, uh, what is no, that guy's no, name? You, you know what you're gonna hate when you see the next Justice League and they do Dark Side horribly wrong. <laughs> That's what you're gonna hate. <laughs> Look, man, I'm already upset because I told you the only DCEU that exists for me is the animated, the animated universe yeah. now, and it's they everyone start putting those in the theater. Like that is their bread and butter. Marvel like, got I, the live I, action. <laughs> Marvel doesn't have the animated as well as DC does. No. DC has the animated. Just put that in the theater. You can make animated <laughs> movies in the theater popular. I'm gonna change all my avatars to Sad Fleck to Sad Ben Affleck <laughs> from those from those interviews yeah, from Batman versus Superman. Oh my gosh! Where he's just like, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd much <laughs> rather him be Batman, even. Oh, like, I I was so happy. He was the best, like old beat up Batman. Other like, than him, I, like throwing grenades at people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And hitting people with the yeah, Batmobile. Like, I had that, no problem with Ben Affleck Batman. Good. Like was he good. was good. He was. He was way better than Jake Gyllenhaal is uh the uh, Prince of Persia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true. But anyway, moving on. Uh oh something we gosh. forgot last week uh in our news. Uh let's talk about something happier. Uh Spider Man <laughs> Far From Home trailer too. What okay, are your impressions? Cool. So you you saw this trailer, right? 
Yes. So I'm very hyped for this movie, first of all. Um, I really like... So minor spoilers right now if you didn't watch Endgame yet. Very minor spoilers. But in this trailer, they mention the multiverse. Um, and the dude... Um, I'm still confused about what they did with Mysterio because he's definitely... Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but he's definitely a villain in the comics and in this. He was a part. I want to say he was a part of the Sinister Six at one point. Yeah, and in this movie, there it seems like they're making him a hero from another Earth. Um, but in an alternate in an alternate, mar- in an alternate universe. universe, that could easily be possible. Yeah, and I'm like, so. so are they? I'm I'm curious to find out who he really is. Like, maybe he is still evil. Maybe he does something. Maybe he's secretly yeah. behind something. Maybe he has a split personality or something weird. But um, maybe I, he's got like a Riddler situation going on. Yeah. Um, but I'm really hype about the the multiverse officially being introduced because it, it, to me these movies don't have to be super like super make logical sense and stuff. I just want them to be able to take the comic like craziness and in, in storytelling to as far as they take it in the actual comics. Yeah, because um, uh, one thing, and I hope you don't mind pointing out, uh, is that one thing I've heard people say and that I kind of agree with is that, like, we always used to say, like, DC was kind of like the street gang, and then Marvel was like the galactic, like, cosmos type, you know, and so it's like, they have really done well exercising their street level, uh, and I say street level by saying like I mean like earth level. Right. Um they have they've really stayed at home. They fought the battles here. Mm-hmm. Um even Thor, so, like a, a god, he's like on earth fighting earth battles. Yeah. So I'm just like they've done a good job at exercising those muscles that were kind of weak for Marvel before. But right. um we'll see how they handle like and you know, I think Guardians I wouldn't even say weak because like the Spider Man as story has always essentially been friendly oh yeah but you know what i mean they like love, they can tell these stories if they want to he's friendly neighborhood spider-man but they love to catapult him into dimensional crisis <laughs> that's true yeah that's <laughs> like true. in the comic books there's always some kind of body switching some kind of yeah like something horrible scientific wise happening that's right. way larger than like a street crime like yeah there's street crimes in between right right yeah i get what you're saying though for sure um, but yeah i'm excited to see them like exercise this larger part I feel like it like I'm just saying like I feel like the street part was a smaller part and this is the larger part of Marvel yeah because it's like I feel like we're getting to a point technologically where like the CG and stuff can keep actually keep up with all the cosmic and interplanetary whatnot and I'll I'll say like so Captain Marvel is like her her photon is it, is it photon is what they call it her powers I guess so yeah her, yeah her photon powers or her um Photon cannon. Yeah, I feel like those didn't have the best CG to them. Like, I I didn't mind it because you, I kept getting the. I'm like, is it fire? Is it? And I'm just like, no, it. it it's just like has the a sun. cosmic. Like, it has like a cosmic energy swirl. To me, it's like it. the sun, like 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 yeah. nuclear reactions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's just pure energy. Yeah. Um. But I. That could be a little better, but um, just in general, I think we're. A f- maybe a few years minimum away from cg being like almost unrecognizably good um tell it tell that to the terrible cg animes that we watch <laughs> yeah you still gotta you still gotta have the but money anyway for it. you still uh, gotta have the money for it yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if you're disney though you can do this um but no i yeah i agree with you there and um 
I don't know. I'm looking forward to this opening up. And I feel like I'm glad that Spider-Man is the doorway to which this right. will open up. And the best Spider-Man yet. Hopefully there's no more reboots after this for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm still curious to see if this is actually Sandman or this elemental like monster that's running around. I think it is. I feel like so here's my random like based on no evidence thesis for this movie not thesis <laughs> but theory for this movie so i think mysterio he popped up from another dimension he may or may not have like f- lost his memories or something but he's really a, a bad dude and he's somehow the reason that this elemental monster is like ravaging this area and then towards the end of the movie spidey's gonna have to fight mysterio and this elemental monster at the same time I wouldn't deny that because they love to throw more than one villain at our hero. Yeah, that's what I'm also wondering. Who's going to be the other villain? Because there's always... Wait, actually, in the last Spider-Man, wasn't it just... um... Wasn't it it just Vulture? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, prior to this Spider-Man, they like to throw multiple villains. Yeah, I think that's been their problem. That was one of the problems. Because they never really do the (laughs) villains great. Yeah. But um yeah, and how did you have any how like how how did you feel about it? I I don't know. I'm not making like I'm kind of still coming down from Endgame, so I'm not making any wild uh guesses because, and I only say that because I'm like I feel like we're start so we're starting over again, and it's like it would be like trying to guess at Endgame from watching like Iron Man two. So okay, so I don't think. Th- this movie is actually going to allude to the next saga at all. I think this is just the. You don't think there'll think be a, a the... post-credit scene that shows a like a, no. like Galactus sitting no. in a chair. <laughs> I think I think I think I definitely think this is like the epilogue to Endgame. This and when is Guardians Three supposed to come out next? Is it twenty twenty? Yeah, I think so. This and Guardians Three, I think, are epilogues to Endgame. I don't think the next phase is gonna start well i i I agree with you in that this could be an epilogue but i feel like guardians would definitely be the prologue of the next or i don't know i don't think i think they're gonna wait longer before i don't don't see i don't see the benefit you don't see the benefit Mm -mm. I i feel like i don't know i feel like we need so many like there's so much about the new avengers or whoever the new heroes are gonna be that we don't know i feel yeah and that's why i'm saying like you have to think like we when we started we probably saw thanos in like one of the first iron man movies right yeah like just a hint just a hint of him we didn't nobody knew who he was no we actually matter. saw him i think in the very first marvel movie or the very but i first mean like at, at, like at most in the beginning it would be like a side of his face and a silhouette yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying but you so can I'm see, like, you can I'm see feeling... the blue though was the thing you can yeah, see they had I... like a weird cg of his chin and we were all like oh that's <laughs> thanos I feel like we're going to get like that kind of breadcrumb. Do you have any guesses on who you think Galactus. Might, or who you would you would want it to be Galactus? Yeah, because so I mean like Fantastic I feel like Four again. Well, this I don't, but uh, you, you can't have Galactus without Fantastic Four and something. Right. And that's I'm like I feel like they're priming to work those guys back in along with the X-Men and I feel like this would be the time to slowly and like you said I agree. I don't agree like anything's going to pop off soon. Yeah. But I feel like this is their time to start, like, if they're going to weave those threads in that have been gone for so long, like, this is the time. So X-Men, I really want back in. Not with this cast, though. 
but I, I really want silver surfer fantastic four i think they gotta wait longer they've messed this up twice in a row like but yeah, I'm not guessing anything before 2022. Yeah, definitely. I think they're like, going to into the while. next arc. Um, All right, we could literally talk about this forever. I know. So, <laughs> speaking speaking of Disney's ownership of things, because yeah. we know they own Spider Man now. Uh, what over. is this about Disney and its full operational control of Hulu? So Disney is continuing its uh, methodical takeover of the world through <laughs> entertainment. But, which I'm um, perfectly fine with. Hypnotizing us through our streaming services. They're going to have us subscribe <laughs> to 17 different things that we don't even know is owned by them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. Um, so Disney now has full operational control of Hulu. So they recently signed a deal. Um, just for some background, they formally own two-thirds of the stock in the company. Um, the other third being owned by Comcast. Um, and I believe it's NBC is the child company of Comcast that actually owns that third of the company. Um, they made a deal with them to basically gain full operational control of Hulu now, and they'll buy that final share uh, of the company later on. Um, but this, I feel like, is kind of huge because Hulu and Netflix are really the two biggest streaming services there are right now. And with Disney owning Hulu and about to launch their Disney Plus service, which is probably going to be the third biggest streaming service or maybe second if it passes one of the other two um as it puts netflix <clears throat> in a weird spot and it also gives disney just like a lot of control in the streaming like streaming market because um, i was gonna ask like what do you, how do you see this like actually affecting the service or do you think it'll actually affect the service i think it'll affect the service in that maybe so i'm not too big a fan of hulu shows so i i think it might improve the quality of hulu shows i mean um, i watch some hulu originals as i watch netflix originals and mm -hmm. I, I mean like to me it's like it's not it's not the company it's it's who the company acquires so like it's not right. netflix that's being like doing a banger job because they right. have some garbage too exactly. like it's the like like i just think like the first thing i think of is like uh, uh love death and robots i'm yeah. like the team the it's teams the that they moves. pick right it's the team they pick to create that that exactly. that and so hulu like there's like handmaid's tale is huge mm -hmm, right. and that's an original show for them right um so i'm just like i think it's just the projects that they pick to carry yeah are, and I think, you know, Disney has a pretty good streak of picking. I mean, exactly. let's, if we take out Star Wars, mm -hmm. <laughs> Disney has a pretty good streak of picking good creative teams. Right. Or at least forcing them. And, and I think that's honestly going to be the only change. Like, it's just going to be Disney's preference in, 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 like, show creation as opposed to yeah. Comcast. Um, but I do think a weird thing about this is, like, they are releasing disney plus like very soon so it's kind of weird that they're gonna have this disney plus like is they're probably gonna be their main focus service that has all the marvel movies on it they're gonna netflix netflix is gonna lose those and it's also gonna have disney original shows like the loki show the the was it uh uh winter soldier and and falcon show um, oh my god yeah right <laughs> and presumably this is after oh I, I won't say that actually that's a spoiler um check out the avenger spoiler cast for that 
I feel like I'm like reliving the 70s because that's when there was another like huge swath of like superhero like television shows. Disney's going to own all of them now. And it's just like, (laughs) but then it's like, what are, what, what is Hulu going to be? Is Hulu going to be this like specific, like you go here for this specific type of content or like, is it going to stay, are they still going to have anime? Like, I don't know. Those are the questions I'm kind of curious to to see yeah i think if you buy if you acquire something like this you acquire it as is and you don't really change it to those kinds of changes yeah Yeah. keep the studios working on what they're i think they're just trying to eliminate competition maybe um most likely and so they're so they're uh now they only have to compete with netflix and amazon prime yeah um which amazon doesn't do that great like no i do like <laughs> I their anime lineup about Am- oh yeah for sure anime but lineup is fire what if, yeah. D- if disney plus starts buying up mad anime like the right so a bunch <laughs> of dubs oh my gosh it's over <laughs> it's over I want, I want my mickey mouse anime <laughs> it's over um, or if they start doing originals so before we run out of time how about you tell us about uh super mario maker 2 because i i'm not a fan of super mario maker i'm just gonna say that straight out like i'm not (laughs) i was never the person that like whenever a game had well because i'm like i was gonna say whenever a game had to like make your love make your own level i'm just like that's a whole mode i'm not even gonna so i'm the same as you and i'm gonna tell you why (laughs) i'm super hyped for this so super mario maker 2 comes out june 28th on the switch um nintendo just had a nintendo direct where they talked all about it um and essentially for me since i'm not a level designer creator type of person either um the appeal to me is just endless mario levels in every game style literally every game style some levels even better than nintendo's levels um and these are literally like you can endlessly play just different levels and never have to repeat one um that's i love mario i love so 2d platformers are probably like my third favorite genre including metroidvanias and all that type of stuff um mario being obviously my favorite platformer of all time um mario world being the best of them a style feature in mario maker so it's just like they I don't know it's just like a, a greatest hits of mario because obviously you can have existing mario levels in the game too um from all the games that have ever been made and the, the with this new with this new mario maker so i didn't play mario maker one but in the second one they're adding multiplayer co-op for both creation and playing of levels which is a really cool idea that's so- online too do they have like Mario sixty four level? No, no, two D Mario's. So <sighs> Mario. See, and then like then I'm just like, oh. but you, <laughs> ah, yeah, I know the three D like Mario's 60, are good too. Mario sixty four is probably my favorite Mario. Like, and I played Mario Galaxy. Um, I enjoyed that a lot. I enjoyed. Uh, I did enjoy Odyssey, but like sixty four was just. I loved Odyssey. So much fun. Like sixty four was, was a game that probably made me like games. To be honest with you. Like I just want a super cleaned up version of that. Maybe that's just me living in the past, but <laughs> no, I feel you. Sixty four honestly is probably my second favorite after Mario. Uh, no, third favorite after Mario World and Six Golden Coins. Um, they don't actually have the black and white <laughs> uh, aesthetic yet, which I think could have been cool if they added that. Um, but they added co op. Yeah, uh, they also added, I think, is really appealing to me, multiplayer versus mode, where you you can go online and matchmake for this and you do like an assortment of random courses 
um or you can pick courses too i'm guessing where you play against three people and it's basically a race to the end and you can like grief each other like jump on each other's head and all that type so of stuff. So like is that similar to like Mario Brothers uh U or Mario Brothers Wii U? Yeah, except Super that's Mario Brothers. That's co-op which they also have, but this is actually your racing like and if you win you you have a ranking that goes up or down and matches you with uh similarly ranked players which I love competitive multiplayer in all games. That's kind of the thing that makes me keep coming back to them um mario kart i played online races for a long time smash obviously i play online um splatoon online multiplayer so i really love when nintendo of all people does this because they're usually slow on this type of thing yeah um other than that they have a solo campaign mode i'm not sure if the first one did um but it involves you playing randomly created levels in order to um like rebuild the the mushroom kingdom in a sort of like storyline they have going on and then obviously more level creation tools uh you can look those up because i'm not like i said i'm I'm not a level creating type of person but that's definitely awesome because more <laughs> i just feel like that's levels. so like like i'm like dude i paid for the game like don't make me make the game no dude. that's the thing they're not like i'm i don't intend to make a single course <laughs> i know i know unless I know. there was if it was playstation and there was like trophies or something i probably would like make a course for a trophy i just hate those modes yeah yeah in I, any in any game but it's the like idea Mine, of, minecraft is the only game i accept that in. have you heard of rpg maker yeah so it's i love that type of thing like i love when you can just play endless levels of a game that's already good like because people are <laughs> no people are really creative like people are so creative that i don't know i watch uh i watched uh i think it's beard bros super beard bros play oh they're playing regular the they play mode. mario maker where they play the hard yeah, levels yeah and it's yeah. like you just just watching gerard die like 14 times in a row like it's like two second runs like he yeah. jumps dead jumps dead jumps 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 <laughs> walks dead jump 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 walk that's jump hilarious. fly dead <laughs> like, that's the thing though like they have these tags like i guess when you're making a level you put it you put tags on it and you can mm -hmm. when you're searching a level you can filter based on these tags so you can essentially pick the exact type of level you want to play because um, i'm like it just turns in like at that point to me it just turns into a rhythm game yeah don't you love like you're just games? trying it i do but like i okay so i've been i've been like staring side staring at uh crypt of the neko dancer oh get that I'm, it like, has zelda stuff i'm it. i know and i'm like terrified of it because of like i love rhythm games but like that is like another level of intensity of, oh, really like that i'm not sure of so i'll get back to you guys on that <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. i haven't actually seen gameplay of it i've only heard a lot about it um so i'm actually curious about it i've seen gameplay but yeah it looks intense because i'm like again oh, wow. it's like it's, it feeds on that same thing that like keeps me away keeps me scared of like dark souls of like timing oh, and, really and footsies and things like that so yeah. i might like this I mean, yeah i think you out. would like it for sure i mean check that out um so with the time that we have left if you don't have anything on mario maker nah, um we can go to an hour and a half if you want I'm oh well i was gonna say to i was gonna save our stranger things because we can save stranger things for next week and i kind of just anime. wanted to yes right. i wanted to get your Let's impressions on uh jojo so far because uh oh. last time like a lot a lot i just has watched this last since night we talked about it um, okay i just watched it this morning <laughs> awesome so it's um, getting so real um so can, let I me just say real quick like 
I was like, let me just stay for the audience because this isn't like, okay, for anyone who doesn't know, like naming the stands is not really any kind of spoiler because it doesn't tell you any, I it doesn't give you any idea of how stands are used or what happens. But yeah. uh, so we've been introduced to Notorious B.I.G. Yes. <laughs> uh, we've been introduced to Spice Girl. Yes. Uh, we have been introduced to Metallica. Yes. We have been introduced to Green Day. Green. Um, oh, that's Green Day. I keep calling them Green Tea well they call him green tea <laughs> and i'm like i kept li- i had to play it like three separate times because i'm like you have to listen to the voice actor you can't read the subtitles I, could, I couldn't tell what they were saying but yeah i was trying to remember i'm like what freaking stand is this it's, it's green, green day green, it's day. green day okay yes. that makes a lot of sense <laughs> got you but yeah it's um, it's gotten crazy so far so like, yeah how are you feeling about it since because i think the last time we talked to it was right before you met notorious big yeah so they're doing this thing that i really liked in season three where the whole season is kind of this grand adventure Mm-hmm. to like a final boss mm-hmm. which it it they they it has them traveling and they're in all these different locales and they they face all these different stand enemies and and stand users across the way um it's essentially another version of season three but in in a good in the best way um i think the twist that they just did with uh uh i'm forgetting i'm blanking on the names the guy the main guy the boss uh, Jordan? no oh B- bucciarati yeah the the twist that just happened with bucciarati is crazy <laughs> i was not expecting that. that so i've i i knew they were giving hints to something but i'm like i i don't get what they're like and the funny part is is that okay in the manga they don't like once okay so remember when they show this scene where he pricks his hand yeah on the dock that's, and Jorno, like that's the only time in I the didn't uh, manga what was happening yeah that you that anyone like pays attention to it after that you don't they don't give you hints like they're giving you in the show okay because gotcha. i was surprised i was like wow they're really like pointing this out they and i'm like are. in the and manga, i still didn't get it <laughs> yeah in the manga it's a huge surprise because you're like they don't point it out at uh, all i really want to just spoil it like uh, can we can we spoil <laughs> I mean, it for like 30 seconds uh, okay uh just a spoiler, spoiler i like spoiler, to give a countdown spoilers. so spoiler 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 five four three two one spoilers for jojo all right so he's a zombie <laughs> <laughs> i was not expecting this but yo Jorno's powers are out of control yo why is his, why is he so op why can he just like because he's deal son son oh my god so it's just like I and the way the thing I another thing I really love about JoJo is like they explain the stand they both come up with weird stand powers and then explain how they work in Mm -hmm. a way that's crazy but it makes sense because I wanted one of the things I wanted to talk to you since spoilers I wanted to talk to you about is like so you rarely get other than I think in part four part four with Koichi. Mm-hmm. You rarely get the introduction of someone meeting their stand for the first time. Right. So, like, how did you feel about when Spice Girl, like, introduced herself to uh, Trish? So, I thought that was cool. I kind of figured she would get a stand because they do this thing where the people who, the stand users are very colorful. And anybody who's, <laughs> anybody who's anybody not who's, a stand user is, like, who's just, that stylish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, it's like, you know she's going to get a stand at some point. Um because she's got too much design yeah. in her character. I thought the 
the timing was perfect obviously but i thought this her stand her actual stand ability is still kind of weird to me it's super weird but i'm like part of me is just like uh because you the last time we had a female that like a a protagonist not an enemy a protagonist female that had a stand she was completely uh incapacitated by it uh holly it was holly uh uh holly uh uh why am I forgetting their last name? <laughs> which uh, which season? Uh, it was season three. It was jo- uh, Jotaro's mom. Jotaro. Why do I not remember this? So it was Holly Joestar's. It's Joseph Joestar's daughter. Okay. Uh, she was the whole reason they went on the journey was to save his mom because she was entangled by her stand, which was like a bunch of rose vines. Okay. I don't. I, and so I don't know why I forget this? I, it's okay because they only show her like twice. You see okay. her in the beginning, and then you see her at the end when they heal. But uh, like her stand was like flowers that she got like entangled in. Oh, wow. So I'm like, of course, this girl, uh, her stand is to make things soft. Yeah, yeah. Because like, <laughs> I remember watching the episode and I just text my friend and I'm like, why do they have to make the girl stand to make, make things, things soft? soft. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like weird because it's like that shouldn't be useful, but they make it the most useful. And then that's the th- that's the thing that I think really attracts me to the show is that like they're creative. You, they're so they creative. give you they show you the full gimmick and then they use it in ways that you never would think think of. of. Yeah, they're so creative. Because um, it's like yeah, like the I watched the Metallica fight and it's like I was like, waiting I, to see his stand. His stand was crazy. He's like iron is in everything. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like he's just a bloodbender. Like it's crazy. Exactly. And I I do I really like how this season is the most has the most non-humanoid stands i think yeah and um, i'm like how did you appreciate uh big like just becoming a sea monster like he did, cool. they couldn't because <laughs> he, he's immortal it. yeah he's literally yeah, like, immortal they couldn't defeat it and then it's what just, is it the, the ocean moves so fast so his thing was he chases anything that moves he, really yeah he chases the waves yeah and because the <laughs> waves move so fast and aggressively he just becomes this giant like squid like kraken <laughs> It's, and it's, it's like cool. but it's like ships that sail out to that area just just sink yeah that's, that's <laughs> awesome so it presumably so, yeah. he's just out in the sea um but yeah so bigorati is uh basically his i think it's supposed to be like his strong sense of determination i think he's the main character then, over jorna <laughs> oh my god so I'm serious so glad, i'm so glad you came to that on your own he's because, literally the like, main character over jorna I can't remember if we talked about that or not, but I was like, yeah, I really feel like Giorno is not, he's like our eyes, but he's, yeah. d- it doesn't feel like he's the main character he's a lot the of the time. And the season, to be fair, Jojo always does this thing where it's about the characters, like all of the characters in this one squad. Um, yeah. But this Bucciarati really seems like the main character, like the one is, who's. Bucciarati is the man. Yeah. But it's crazy because he's about to die. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it's like I watch, we, re- they, I watched like that point five episode and it's like they reiterated about like when he has the breakdown in the elevator when Tr- like he turns around and he's just holding Trish's hand yeah. and her body is gone. Yeah. And that it's was just crazy. Like, he's like, what kind of man kills his own daughter? No, that was like- crazy. Her hand <laughs> was just chilling there and her body was gone. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> and it's like, you they're so good at like that moment when the character notices something bad is happening. They're yeah. so good at like the sound and the, the animation of the characters, like fear in their face. Yeah. And do, uh, do you think they actually mirrored this season off of season three? Because like even the final dude, like the boss, his stand is an evolution of just what Dio's was. It's just like a version two of Dio's. 
it kind of, it is and it isn't so dio has time stop which is right. literally time stop right. uh where he just stops time but he if, can move yes time freezes but he can move for like i think it's like five seconds six seconds he yeah. gets up to um but Cri- king okay so king king crimson, crimson. on he the removes internet time right y- yeah but his stand notoriously makes no sense yeah it like doesn't. To this day, people don't understand his stand 100%. I get it. Okay, so the way I get it is that something, an event happens, maybe he dies or something, but he can essentially make it so that in time, that event never happened. Right. It's like he wipes it away. Right. Which, that makes sense to me, because that's, I forget, there's another villain in anime that does that, but I can't, I can't think of him. I'll shout him out if I remember him. But yeah, but the I'm whole, good. like, seeing the Oh, time no, his- sorry, Donzo. That's literally Donzo's Sharingan oh, okay, ability. Okay, okay. On his own. If, some, if he would die or something would happen, he would literally make it so that that section of time never happened. So, but like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really weird. Because it's like he did it this week where it's like somebody shot at him, but he wiped away the five seconds that the bullets would have hit his body so then yeah. it went through him to hit the other person on the ground but doesn't you're he, like huh doesn't he have to be <laughs> within a certain range or yeah so like any that? stand any stand that's really Powerful. has really high physicality has to be within like three meters yeah. of the person that they're fighting right um but yeah king crimson King Crimson also has uh, Epitaph, I think, no, Eulogy, which is that long-range stand that he's giving. The, the, so the, the stand Whoa. where he sees his future in his hair. Whoa, what? Oh, so you know when Dopio is, like, reading the future, but it's, like, in his hair. Oh, it's in like his, his hair? Like, his bangs, you know how they, like, you can't have missed it. His bangs kept falling across his face, and he would see the future, like, in his hair. Oh, I didn't realize it was in his hair. I thought it was just uh, in his mind. I thought no, he was just he's seeing like the looking, future. He's looking into his hair. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I thought he but just like, could see the future. <laughs> that's a separate that's a separate ability the way that um Kira's separate ability had that little like time bomb turtle yeah. thing that would so like that's eulogy is a separate stand from King Cr- King Crimson's like time wipe. That I didn't know. I thought it was just an extension of the time wipe. Mm-hmm. No, like he can see into the future, and then once that if that future happens, he can erase that future. Yeah, it's a separate ability. That's crazy. But uh, yeah, yeah, so I I just wanted to get your general impressions. Like this is like the we're entering, (laughs) for lack of a better term, in game for this this part. I'm hyped to see what the this dude in the in the Coliseum is gonna tell them. How did you feel? Oh. Well, just to give you a little hint there, uh, that might be more familiar to you than you think. Um, second of all, hmm. uh, how did you feel about? Um, I'm gonna lose it. Is it on uh, the li- is it on the dock? No, but it was a part of JoJo. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh. All right, I don't want to hold up time. We'll just keep it moving. Um, right. But yeah, I just wanted to get your uh, general impressions. of season so far uh since we're hoping that we'll get a part six and a part there's still a part six a part seven and a part eight um i believe the part eight manga is done so they've got like three more parts they can do still my favorite currently airing like right now i remembered uh how did you feel about how they handle abaccio's death um i thought it was sudden but i thought it was (laughs) i thought it was shocking enough like that like oh they actually actually died because usually like you're not expecting 
one of the main characters to die but they, i think they handled it pretty well um because it's like he's not revived or anything so it's like he's yeah, really dead no, they just punched a hole in, <laughs> punched his, him chest. in his chest yeah because he was in the wrong place at the wrong time and that's why so. i'm like king crimson i think is even scarier because he literally uses his hands like somebody would use a sword yeah yeah. or mach or like a machete he what just is, um, I was gonna away say, at people what is that other show where they do this at a uh, dragon ball z where somebody's always getting punched through the stomach yes. <laughs> well it's like, usually like it's usually not a punch it's usually like a beam yeah <laughs> Like they just get somebody's beamed at close range. Yeah, somebody's always has a <laughs> hole put in them. How, like, how many times has Piccolo been shot through? <laughs> oh, Piccolo. Like so many times. <laughs> Tragic. Because it's yeah. regen. They just want an excuse to use his regen. That's true. I always forget about that too. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I just wanted to talk about. Um, I caught up on that and it got really hype. Um, cool. And yeah, I hope. I hope you non jojo watchers because I've, I've talked to a lot of people and they're like yeah i tried to watch that i felt and i was like yeah the first time i watched it like it took me a while but like once i got in like it i couldn't even, get back out it didn't even take me i mean yeah like the first two seasons but once i got to season three and i just tell people to start on season three but season three like i was into it yeah like, from the start but just to to put a, a pin on that um what you said before about five part five feeling a lot like part three um i was always under the impression and i was always heard that this was supposed to be like the the author was literally asking the question like what if dio wasn't evil oh okay that's and cool. so that's what that's what giorno was supposed to represent that's pretty cool um so yeah i like giorno yeah, too giorno is cool maybe he was trying to get back to the feel of part three right cool cool but um, yeah um you so might, i was gonna say you mind if i talk about megalo or did you was there another one you no go ahead okay so um this past week i basically binged most of megalo box um it is I love 13 that episodes timey, that old timey animation feel yeah that's one of the best things about it that got me into it like really quickly it gives me a very cowboy bebop bebop oh, yeah. uh vibe even though it's not quite in that far in the future is kind of futuristic to where it's about these these boxers that box with um if you've seen that like what, what do they call it ex those exoskeletons that that they kind of yeah. have in the military and stuff where it's not you're not quite a cyborg but you like put on this robot suit that like it's very like early early mech suit type stuff um, yeah it's like basically just like it's it's like muscle extension for your arms like so it's just right. like overpowered boxing right which is crazy because they're not wearing any protection they're just yeah like they don't wear the any face. kind of face guard <laughs> yeah. or anything protected which is what's crazy about it so the dude um the main character's name is essentially stray dog or joe later on um but he's basically a story about how this dude goes from nothing to 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 getting it, to the it, top it has very much a heavy rock feel yeah for sure for sure futuristic rocky in a sense yeah. in the, in and the, then like okay so we make the note of like they're not wearing protective gear like very early uh joe loses his uh mechanical device yeah so that's the uh, twist think... in the show i wasn't expecting <laughs> he actually he gets fights. sabotaged yeah and he fights with his the gimmick of the show is that he's the one person who fights without gear so he fights like a regular boxer against these people who have <laughs> this futuristic armor on like, and i remember like the first episode after he loses his arms i'm just like he's gonna 
gonna di- he's gonna die yeah i was right? like he's this is die. crazy i thought he was gonna get another suit but it's like nah he <laughs> just fights without it and i'm like okay um so oh my god animation in the major fights is really good but it's a short anime so they kind of speed through a lot of fights um you can definitely tell the ones that aren't animated as well but the story is i think really engaging like just the the the, like like you said the same way rocky is engaging to rocky fans Mm -hmm. um but it says it gives you that under it has that underdog feel to it yeah for sure but um i'm i'm not usually a sports anime person uh kuroko no basket is probably the only (laughs) other sports anime i've watched and enjoyed um but this show is actually getting me to think i might want to watch uh ippa you're telling you're talking to somebody who watched my only Prince sports anime. No, was oh. competitive bread baking. Oh my Yakitate god, Japan. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, don't that is show is the I will to this day that is the best anime I've ever seen. Competitive bread baking. Competitive bread. Yakitate Japan is one of the best animes ever made. That's hilarious. When done is, it, is it older or newer? It's came out like in 2006, okay, so it's older. So it probably looks pretty. It probably looks pretty good still, though. It still looks okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So like, make I have the same feeling. Like I've heard a lot about Ippo. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I kind of want to. Ippo is supposed to be like the biggest sports anime ever. So it's like, it's probably one this? of the longest running. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's a shonen too. So. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but you you so, did watch Megalobox though. I watched I watched Megalobox on and off. I didn't okay. watch it all the way through, but like I watched. I think I the last episode I saw was episode ten because okay. I was kind of like I was watching someone else watch it for gotcha. lack of a better phrase. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but with that, uh, I want to go ahead and and follow one of my, our fan suggestions, which is to give a brief preview of next week. Okay. Um, I said we didn't like to do this because uh, because of time we normally end up skipping a lot of stuff. I I also don't know what news is gonna be. Is gonna yeah, be exactly. So it's hard to do previews, but um, I'm just gonna say uh, stay tuned next week. I think we're definitely gonna talk about Stranger Things next week. Um, mm. I don't see anything crazy coming up uh, with that. <laughs> Should I make a and note then, of that? Uh, well, we'll just we'll migrate it over All when right. we do our notes. He's doing it right now, ladies and gents. Yeah. He's on top of it. But, Make uh, sure we don't forget. Like we did so, yeah, show. we're going to talk about that. And then um, I definitely uh, want to talk a little bit. Uh, speaking of our DC animated films, uh, Batman Hush is coming yeah. out. Um, yeah. And that's looking really good. Um, so we'll probably talk a little bit about that next week. Um, did you have anything else to add, brother? Uh, as usual appreciate y'all for listening um leave us some give us some feedback send us some feedback and yeah we're definitely guys we're definitely gonna work on a landing page uh so that we can kind of capture all of this craziness wait what was that batman movie called again hush hush h-u-s-h and we're definitely gonna try and get a landing page so we can kind of like bring all these little factoids together that we talk about every week yeah i gotta Um, talk to you about that after all right, behind the red curtain. Working. But until next week, you can talk to us. You can email us at siblingrivalryclash at gmail dot com. Feedback, you guys, you questions, can email us anything from your you want to say. Anything. It's all you can do this all mobily. Uh, again, so my easy. Twitter is at t i f f i n i j twenty one. And I'm your t- Twitter. And I'm your Tizzler. And again, again, I'm making this personal statement to 
<laughs> our friends that we know personally. If you feel like you want to text us something, we're gonna please, stop responding. Please just send it to the email. Like send it to the it's email. Not, it's not that hard. Or Twitter. It's not that hard. Or Twitter. Or Twitter. Or leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Because that we is care also about awesome. you guys, but we will put a wall up. Yes. If we have to. Yes, we will. So we please will, we will stand on the wall like Cersei engage. for your response. Act like we don't even have phone numbers anymore. Sibling rivalry clash of <laughs> Gmail is our phone number. Both of us. That's our only contact method yeah, for that's, anyone. That's both of us. We have no phone numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so and you can <laughs> you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Castbox. Um, I know personally, I switch back and forth between Spotify because Spotify works with my Chromecast, and yeah. iTunes does not. Um, but so yeah, we'll, we will see you next week with some more. Uh, oh, and the one thing I wanted to add, we will. I have some notes on Pokemon uh, Detective Pikachu that oh, we nice. will be talking about. Next I still want to so. see it. I'm debating whether or not I might see it before next. I week. think we. Ne- I think based on what I've heard, I think we need to see it. If you if you tell me right now to see it before next week, I will do it. <laughs> I'm not going to demand that of no, you. No, if, think... if you tell me right now that I should, <laughs> but see I don't it. know. I don't know if I'm going to see it by next week. <laughs> I need a definitive see it or no see it. Well, I'm gonna say see it for okay, sure. I'm gonna watch it. I think it. it's gonna make it's gonna make you happy. Like I think it's made for us. I'm gonna so. watch it. I'm gonna watch it. For yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. So, all right, guys. With that, we hope you watch Detective Pikachu, and yeah. we will see you <laughs> next week. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace. All right, he's out.